Hello, my name is Emily Jansen, and this is the Leadership is Female podcast. We interview women in the sports and entertainment businesses to teach you the tips and the mindset that will get you to the top faster. Marion Wright Edelman said, you can't be what you can't see. Let's bring visibility to women who are crushing it in their roles. Join us week after week, season after season, as we reach back to extend a hand to pull you forward. We will lead you forward because leadership is female. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Female. It's me, Emily Jansen, your host. Joining you this August 2023, and I just turned 40. My birthday was August 3rd, and I feel like I've been thinking about this birthday for the entire year. I've been reminded that I'm turning the big 4-0 continuously, and I also got to celebrate a few times starting in April with all of my girlfriends from college. We went to Cabo with our husbands and had an amazing trip. And a lot of it, we were in disbelief that we were turning 40. We felt like we were still in some small way, college kids, even though we'd spent the last 16 years growing our families and our careers. And we had just so much to celebrate and the milestone felt less like a milestone and more like a launching pad. I feel like forties today are the time of your life. At least that's what I'm telling myself. There's no sliding from the forties. We are still climbing and I'm so happy to be here and join so many of my friends in this awesome age group. We celebrated this month by taking a quick, quick trip down to Coronado, which If you guys haven't been to Coronado, which is right outside of San Diego, it is heaven on earth. I honestly don't know if there's a better spot in the world than Coronado. It is a place that I will agree to revisit over and over again when I really am somebody who loves novel. I want to go somewhere new, try something new, except for when it comes to Coronado. I will go back over and over again. I got the chance to go with my family and have some great memories on the beach and at the hotel and in the pool and with a bunch of friends. And it was just, it was so much fun. And I just feel so blessed and happy and excited to enter this next chapter of my life. And I will tell you that my story has always been one of a nonlinear path in my career and the things that I'm doing. And I feel like I'm reinventing myself over and over and over again, from sports executive to nonprofit, to back to sports, to leading marketing, to leading a sports team again as a GM and with an amazing title of first female GM in AAA baseball in nearly 20 years, which I still hold so dear and try to lead her forward every day with, with this podcast and with the work that I'm doing and the work that I'm doing now is something that I think has always been in the back of my mind. I've been an accidental entrepreneur. I didn't really want to work on my own. I love working with teams and I find a way to work with a team any chance I can get, which is why I'm technically an entrepreneur, but I'm working and consulting with teams, which is very exciting and fills my cup. And I'm also working on some incredible solo endeavors like writing my book about confidence that was a spinoff from my TEDx talk last year. 
that's been out for one year and has reached almost 3 million views on YouTube, which is still just mind blowing to me. But what it shows is that we are in a place where we are lacking confidence. And I think any supportive voice that wants to uplift others should shout it from the rooftops. And I want to be part of that party. So I'm writing a book to continue to elevate that confidence piece, give people the tools they need to improve their confidence. And what that's turned into is writing and also speaking and speaking professionally for corporations and organizations has been the biggest gift in this next chapter of my life so far. I've been able to impact a wider audience and it feels amazing. So this, this fall, I'll be traveling to Portland, Seattle, twice to Minnesota, Uh, once to Las Vegas. So the calendar is filling up and we'll see how uh, we ride those, uh, those airplanes and the traveling and, and all of the fun that that brings, um, but also all the hustle that it brings to my family and what we're doing here in the house. So um, stay tuned about that ride and that next part of the journey. Um, I plan to keep the podcast going, of course, interviewing amazing female executives in sports and entertainment and also branching out to additional groups. We had the amazing Shay Haver on recently. She was one of two uh, first female U.S. Army Rangers, which is the premier leadership school in the military and something that um, was not available to women for a very long time. And Shay broke that glass ceiling and she shared so many amazing leadership lessons with us. So if you haven't heard it, came out last week, go back and listen in and level up. Her leadership advice applies to all industries to help us elevate and be great teammates and great leaders to the staff and the people around us. Uh, Also this month in August is back to school for any of the moms out there, moms and dads out there. We are sending our kids back to school and I'm going to have a first and third grader, which is insane. I'm looking at my oldest thinking, how on earth are you turning nine next month? Uh, So we're doing all the school shopping, getting all the quote unquote cool shoes that the boys want for class, which is hilarious seeing exactly what is on trend for these youngsters these days. So many throwbacks to the nineties. It's unbelievable, but, um, They've been having a lot of fun kind of picking out the stuff that they want. And um, I'm excited for them to get back to school and get back to more learning after a really fun summer of so much physical activity that um, I can't believe they don't eat me out of house and home because they don't stop moving. It is insane here. So August has been turning 40, back to school, podcast growing, book launch, the pre-sale closes August 25th. So if you haven't jumped on to get your copy, please do. It's so helpful in my book journey, proving to my publisher that there is an audience for this book. And the cool bonus for you is you get your name in the acknowledgements and also get to go along with me on the ride for the rest of this book journey, including choosing the cover, weighing in on some of the content. It's just going to be so much fun. And when the book publishes spring 2024, you are going to know that you had a part on making this book come to life. And I am so, so thankful. So that's a quick update. And today I want to talk about marketing. Marketing is 
ever-changing, it's challenging, and the best practices seem like they're always a moving target. And this time of year, you know, you've probably really buzzed through your marketing plan. Hopefully you're experiencing the results that you wanted, but it's always a good time to go back and review and see kind of what's changed this year. And if there's anything that you need to tweak or adapt for the last part of 2023, the other part I find valuable about reviewing these marketing practices at this time of year is that it's going to prime you for marketing planning 2024, which you're probably going to be endeavoring on this fall pretty soon here. So these are great things to keep in mind, not only to enhance what you're doing this year, but to apply for 2024. So I'm going to share with you my top 10 tips and trends to round out 2023, start priming for 2024, those trends in marketing. So here we go. Number one, look for opportunities to diversify. Most marketing budgets don't allow you to pursue every distribution channel all at once and don't allow you to pursue them effectively. You can't just put a teeny bit in every single place and see what happens. You know that you've got to really select your your top uh, choices at the beginning, go in hard and measure the results along the way, hoping to bring strong returns to your investment. But you can look for opportunities to diversify your strategy after you research your audience and really understand where they're engaging. So start to look a little bit at that data, see what has produced the best results for you, and then consider tweaking your your opportunities to diversify just a little bit to cut through the marketing noise. You know, where is a channel that has sort of blossomed over the, the course of 2023 that you might be able to pour some money into? My favorite word to use around diversification opportunities is testing. Look at it as a test. How much of your budget can you apply to a test? Check it out. Apply your creative see what the results are and see if you can drive revenue. And this test at this time of year is a perfect chance to really see if it works and if it resonates with your audience so that you might be able to apply a larger portion of your budget in 2024. This is a great sale to management to talk to them about optimizing a 2024 budget. If you can lay a little bit of funding in a testing bucket for this fall, do so and look for those opportunities to diversify. All right, number two, embrace paid social. So 86% of businesses already use Facebook ads, but paid advertising options have also emerged, as we know, on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, so many other places. And social media platforms are always tweaking their algorithms, and they're making it clear to brands that paid promotion is a must if you want to get visibility. Sadly, we, we know we can you know, get lucky sometimes and have a breakthrough piece of content. But if you want your social strategy to gain momentum, you have to embrace paid social media. So think about how that strategy might apply to your business. Think about which mediums are the best ones to invest in. Where are the majority of your customers hanging out? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it Pinterest? Is it Twitter? Where are they hanging out and then invest in those spaces in paid social? If you can't work with an agency to do this, consider 
doing it internally and monitor boosting of your posts. What is the difference between a, a boost of a post and a regular post? Post similar type content or look at content you did maybe in Q1 or Q2. Post something similar coming up in Q3. Boost it and see what type of traction that post will get. Monitor the budget. We know there are other variables that are going to play into how well your content does. Your social media has probably grown in the last six months. It's a different time of year in your uh, selling calendar. However, there are some ways to you know, consider that data and see how well boosting goes. I would also consider your creative. If you can have a few different types of creative and then push it into paid social, you have to measure the performance of one style of creative against another. What resonates better with your audience? Constantly be testing and embrace the paid social media. Okay, number three, focus on your existing content. So most marketers understand that they need to produce content to build a traffic base. We know that content is an endless cycle. It just It's such a hungry monster and it always asks for more. And sometimes we're always focusing on creating new content and we're overlooking the value of our existing assets. So if you want to keep up with today's competitive markets, it's important to use your current content to its fullest potential. So here's some examples. Uh, the first one is if you can identify your most popular content and use these insights to inform future content you create. So just like I said in the embracing paid social section, what is performing well and how can you create similar content or repurpose that existing well-performing content for another post? The second is updating old content with new data, visuals, and then republish for your outreach. So you might have posted something kind of generic. Maybe you made an announcement of a, a new board member to the foundation or a new player on your team. And the way that the content looked had a certain result. How can you bring that content up to date today? What impact has the foundation made since this new board member was added? What impact has this player had on the team? Update that for today. So if you're struggling with content ideas, look back six months. What were you posting then? And are there any updates that you can provide your followers? Republish for more reach and also refresh. And the third piece of focus on your existing content Repurpose your old content as an infographic, a video, a slide deck. You can also turn a series of blog posts into a report. So how can you take one set of content that is maybe pretty verbose, right? Like blog posts. Maybe you can create a slider graphic that is your top three blog posts of 2023 so far. And the graphic has the three headlines and then you also share the link. So look back on that really uh, verbose content and how can that be updated to resonate with your audience right now? Okay, number four, nurture brand advocates. People look for recommendations from their peers to make their purchase decisions. We know this. 
We've heard about influencer marketing, but think about your brand advocates. Your own customers are, are a powerful resource to help you reach new audiences and drive conversions. So to make the most of these advocates, create campaigns to incentivize them to spread your message. This is so important and it's something that you should maybe set the goals around quarterly. What is something new you could offer to your brand advocates to help them to tell your story and how much they love your brand? A good example of this, if, I mean, we're talking on a podcast here, so we can look at a podcast. You can run a contest. You can say, hey, if you rate my show five stars, leave a review, and then uh, share on social media, then email me and tell me you did all these things. You'll be entered to win a $500 gift card from Amazon or my favorite work backpack or the best pen that I've ever signed a contract with, right? You can, you can leverage something that is supportive of your brand with something that is enticing to your audience. Who doesn't want a $500 Amazon gift card? Let's face it. We spend so much money on Amazon. It would be amazing to have a $500 credit placed in your account. So one for the reward, what is valuable to your audience? If you are a baseball team, is it an experience? Is it tickets? Is it an autograph? Is it something very cool that your audience would find valuable? Give that away and incentivize as many people as you can to, to enter that contest by sharing how much they love your brand. Okay, number five, constantly optimize the user experience. Creating a message that speaks to your target audience is only the first step in online marketing. It doesn't matter how great your content is if you can't drive conversions and the user experience isn't good. So if you are listening to this podcast, I know you are a busy professional. We can agree we're always looking for products that are convenient and make life easier. Mobot water bottles are one of these products. It's a water bottle and a foam roller in one. I use the water bottle at the gym, staying hydrated in boot camp and then flipping the bottle on its side at the end of class to quickly foam roll my legs. It helps with recovery and gets me back to work faster. Get yours at mobot.com and use the code leadershipisfemale, all one word, to get 15% off. Support Lonnie Cooper, the female founder of this product, and support yourself. This is a must-have wellness water bottle. I don't know about you, but I love learning more about myself. If there's a quiz out there to help me better understand who I am, I'll take it. If there's a journal prompt, I'm using it. But how about a business that helps female leaders communicate effectively while inspiring confidence and trust in those you want to impact? Sign me up. Breakthrough Brands is unlocking clarity for women leading progress. They build leadership brands for women to discover what inspires them, define what drives them, and unlock how to share their brands with others. Do you want to gain clarity on your personal brand? Shoot me a note at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com or on Instagram, and we will introduce you to the women who will help you unlock your leadership brand. That's breakthroughbrands.com. At Leadership is Female, we are serious about supporting you in your career. That includes the tips to get you ahead inside your current organization or provide you with the next big opportunity in a new role. That's why we have partnered with Legacy Search, an executive recruiting firm specializing in mid to senior level executive searches across professional, collegiate, and minor league sports. 
Check out the openings listed at LegacySportsSearch.com or in our monthly Leadership is Female newsletter. Hint, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, head to leadershipisfemale.com. If you find a job listed at Legacy Sports Search that looks like it should be yours, email us at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com and we will introduce you directly to the opportunity. This is your career. Make the most of it. Constantly test. Constantly test. Is this working right? Do these links work? Do we have a new link that can point them in a quicker direction to purchase? Are all of these things still valid? Are we still presenting all of our offers? An example of this is on Instagram, check out your link tree or whatever linking software you use in your bio. Are all those links relevant? Furthermore, go into the home base of those links and check on their performance, which ones are doing the best. Make sure those are at the top. Make sure they are updated for the easiest and quickest conversions for your customers. You've got links all over the internet. Are they all valid, useful, and do they make purchasing easy? We want to make it easy on our customers. So number five is constantly optimizing the user experience. All right, number six, connect online and offline strategies. So we want to create a consistent customer experience on and off. It's so important in memorable marketing. And more and more businesses are using virtual and in-person events to influence audience and drive sales. But we often think of them as two different marketing initiatives. So to get the most out of your virtual and in-person marketing, identify what steps you want your audience to take after the event, then create the experience that nurtures this journey. So whether you're meeting with your customers in person or online, you're going to have some type of follow-up strategy to ensure that you are continuing to connect with that customer and get another sale in the future. So an example of this would be uh, just online shopping. Okay. So Let's say we're going to Lululemon and I need a new pair of running shorts. So I go online and I pick out the shorts I think that I want. I purchase them. I'm going to get a series of follow-up emails from Lululemon. And Lulu is going to know that I'm probably running. So what would make sense is if I am in a running section of my training and um, I might have a propensity to buy more running gear. So that in theory should ping in their system. Emily is running. Let's send her more options for running gear and I should get those follow-up emails. Okay. Let's say that I'm shopping at Lulu in person. They have amazing customer service. You go in, you tell them what you're looking for. They help you with sizing. They help you pick the appropriate uh, shorts based on my needs and what I want. Do I want black? Do I want neon so that I'm never going to get hit by a car? I'm really in the neon phase. I want to look like an orange cone <laughs> running down the road. So she helps me pick out a neon orange pair of shorts that have the perfect high rise fit and they aren't going to ride up when I'm on my long run. I'm so happy. I purchased them. Hopefully they've gathered my information at the register and even though I made that purchase in person, the hope is that the user experience is the same. I'm going to continue to get messages and marketing from Lulu 
telling me, hey, Emily, you're running. How's your training going? Here's some more recommendations. All the runners from Lulu love these types of shorts or shirts or sports bra or socks, putting me in that pipeline. So you can connect that to whatever your business is, whether you're, whether you're selling baseball tickets or basketball tickets, are they having that same user experience if they are buying from the box office or if they're buying from your website? Are you capturing that customer data and providing them more information on what they might most be interested in purchasing next? We know about those segments. If we have a bobblehead giveaway, we want to put that user record in the bobblehead giveaway bucket in our internal marketing segments or cohorts. They might be a collector. So the next time we do a bobblehead, whether they purchased a ticket in person at the window or online, we're not going to want them to miss out on that experience of the next bobblehead giveaway. So ensure that your in-person efforts are matching up with your online efforts as well. Sometimes if you don't have the systems at the box office to capture your user data correctly, it might be a little more cumbersome, but it is worth it. It's worth it to you as a business in your bottom line. And it's worth it to that customer to get the things and the experiences that they want from your business. Okay. Number six, prioritize authenticity. This is one of the most important marketing tips. Authenticity has really turned into this buzzword over the last couple of years. And so it's important to understand what it means and what it might mean for your business. Consumers are well aware that the content that businesses create is agenda driven, right? The bobblehead example from number six, the way that it applies today is agenda driven. We want to sell more tickets on bobblehead night. However, you have to understand that you're also doing justice to your customer and ensuring that they are getting the experiences they want for your business. So your customers aren't going to respond positively to salesy content. So develop strategies that build authentic relationships with their audience. You got to create live content. You've got to create video. You've got to show kind of show how the sauce is made. Like, can you imagine that bobblehead night if you showed the process of the bobblehead? If you've ever worked in a front office in the promotions department, a bobblehead can take up to a year to produce. And it's a really interesting process. Number one, you have to identify what you're going to make with the bobblehead. Who is hot? What item is hot? What trend is in? How do we link that up with a player to create something really cool and memorable for our fans? Once you have the concept, you contact the vendors. Then the vendors creates a prototype and it starts old school. It's literally molded from clay is how it, how it originates. Then it's painted. They're sending you pictures of what it might look like. Then it's probably shipped overseas to be creative, created and produced and boxed. You also have to design the box template and graphics. They put it all together. They box it up. And oftentimes it arrives just a week before or the morning of, which is the worst case scenario, your event to give away the bobblehead. How fun would it be to share that experience with your customers? That is authenticity. Sharing 
how it works, sharing how it's done, sharing how special it is and the thought that goes into creating something like that for your customers. That is authenticity. Number eight, create a memorable message. There are so many ways to promote products and services. And sometimes it's worthwhile to stray from your main marketing agenda to tell stories that make your brand more memorable and likable. And this is storytelling marketing. So it might not fit into the perfect box or the perfect creative that you've done with your ad agency from the beginning, but sometimes getting a little messy and creating a memorable storytelling message is really useful. And these are the things that should pop up with your brand across the course of the year. So if you sat down with your marketing team or you sat down, if you're working in sports with your ticket sales team or your corporate sponsorship team, and you ask those individuals, hey, what's the most memorable moment that's happened for you this year? There's a few ways that I would handle that. One, I would love the storytelling from that individual. That sounds like a great piece of organic content to ask the front office staff, what's your, what's the best thing that happened this year? If there's a series of great stories, those would be really fun to share on your social media. The second piece is digging deeper into the stories. Your ticket sales person tells this awesome story about a fan that had this wonderful moment at your your ballpark or your arena. You can then think, okay, how can we share that with a wider audience if we haven't done so already? You could interview the fan. You could create a reel on Instagram that sort of journeys what happened for that person and tells that story. This is authentic and memorable messaging. You could do the same thing in corporate partnerships. What was a success that a corporate partner happened this year? Did one of your partners close a huge deal in one of your suites that made ev- that meant everything to their business? If that happened, tell that story. That's what can transpire inside these facilities that really elevate and make all of those partnerships worthwhile. The investment pays back a millionfold when it makes or breaks your business. So do some internal interviews and audits, ask some questions, either use first person stories from those individuals or dig a little deeper and create a greater story from the people who experienced that firsthand. Okay, number nine, build partnerships. Advertising and marketing is a great way to broaden your reach and it doesn't compare to the power of a strong recommendation from knowledgeable influencers. So we work our tails off to tell our story, tell our story over and over and over again. But think to how often you get a strong recommendation from a friend or an influencer and instantly buy. In sales, it can take eight calls or eight touch points to buy. And from a referral, it can take one. So build those partnerships, collaborate with major players in the industry, collaborate with your super fans. You can also enlist micro-influencers in your community to serve as brand advocates on social media. It doesn't have to be someone with tens of thousands of followers. You should be looking for people with less than 5,000 followers in your community 
because I guarantee their engagement is around 20%. And imagine what that would mean for your business. What if you could sell 300 more tickets for the game on Saturday? What if you could sell 300 more t-shirts? What if you could get 10 more great leads for partnerships? Like there are so many incredible outcomes from building partnerships and being recommendable. Are you recommendable and are you helping to make it easier for people to recommend your product? And then the person they tell, is it easy for them to buy? Review those processes. And finally, number 10, make performance analysis an ongoing strategy. I have laid this seed over and over and over again throughout this entire podcast. Performance analysis is an ongoing strategy. Are you checking the numbers? We cannot set it and forget it. Constantly be checking the numbers. Hold yourself accountable. If you are in charge of marketing, a great way to do this is to guarantee performance analysis to your team or to your leadership on a regular cadence. Is it monthly? Is it bi-weekly? Is it weekly? You know, you, you'll know that by talking to your team and what they might require but sign yourself up for performance analysis so that it doesn't fall by the wayside. You know how important this is and waiting until the end of a marketing campaign to analyze and adjust seriously limits the potential benefits uh, or potential tweaks that you can do during that campaign. If you're not looking at it and reviewing the outcomes, there's no opportunity to tweak. Constantly analyze constantly be looking at the numbers, get interested, get curious. We talked about testing. We talked about tweaking. We talked about partnerships. Like there's so many fun, curious nuggets to marketing. And the more curious you get, the better results that you you are going to get. So keep up with the trends, constantly be reviewing, build your partnerships, create memorable messages. This is the time of year. This is the time of year to make tweaks to your current campaigns and set yourself up for a successful 2024 planning session. I hope you found this useful. Please leave a five-star review, rate the show, share it with your friends. Let's go. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Time is your most precious resource, and it means the world that you spent it with us. Please help us reach more people who need to hear these interviews by hitting the subscribe button and the five-star rating on your iPhone. Do you know someone who could benefit from this interview? Please share it. Take a screenshot and post your Instagram stories, copy the link and share on LinkedIn, or text that link to your colleague. The Leadership is Female podcast exists to showcase female leadership in sports and entertainment and give you the tips to level up. We will extend a hand back to lead you forward. Extend the same hand by sharing this with someone who needs to hear it. One last thing. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at leadership is female. Now take this lesson and run. Let's go.